0: Do
1: that. Hello and welcome to shooting the shit. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm trying to do my best Rachel Weinhold impression. Um, I am Hannah Weinhold. For those of you who are on Spotify or you know, podcast and think, gosh, she sounds exactly the same. It's not Rachel, it's the better, better looking, more youthful and vibrant sister, Hannah. And I'm joined today by Marisha. So the fucking children of the group have been let loose to talk about workplace relationships. The two biggest perverts uh, in the shooting the Shit team are going to talk about why workplace relationships aren't good. (laughs) It's going to be wild. Um, So anyway, uh, hello, welcome to Shootin' the Shit. This is where we sort out uh, feminists and fucking awful people I was trying to think of something a little uh, and where we smash the patriarchy and where we try and do it with a little bit of a professional slant on it so today we are talking about workplace relationships do they ever benefit your workplace are they are they a feminist issue are they bad for your workplace uh, and how might you handle it so Marisha have you ever had a workplace relationship yes <laughs> in great detail about that, please. Not
0: in great detail. No, we don't need to talk about that in great detail. But, yeah, I have. Um, so, um, and, and on the flip side, I've also worked in companies where I've worked um, for a husband and wife or with a husband and wife. Um, so I, I see both sides of the story. Um, and it's, 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 it's fascinating to me, I guess, um, because I guess if you're... The person that's in the relationship, you kind of just you do what you do, right? You just kind of get on with it. Um, but as an external partner, you see, you see all the things that shouldn't happen and all the things that you know you don't want to be happening in the workplace when pe- you know, two people are close in that kind of way. Um, but I personally uh, kind of yeah do just just keep them very separate you know, like my in in work relationship versus my out of work relationship. I do try to keep them very, very separate. But you know, I know that's not always easy for everybody. So we have to look at it from both sides.
1: And sometimes like you just meet someone that you like at work and it happens, doesn't it? And I think it's different when uh i think like there's two types one is when it develops in work and one is when like you're working with a couple who were an existing couple when they came into the business i think you know Mm -hmm. one is like exciting and full of gossip for everybody else and (laughs) the other one is a bit more of a ball like so and obviously i think a lot of it depends as to whether it's good or not on their power balance between the the two people in the relationship so if one of them is the subordinate to the other then that can get sometimes a bit tricky but we'll dig into that um i've worked with my husband but we we i came i joined a company that he had already worked for uh, that he already was working for rather than us um you know getting together in work or mm. us both joining the same company at the same time and now I work with Rachel and Dally who are obviously married, uh, and that has its uh, challenges. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, so I've also experienced it from both angles, but I don't think I've ever got together with anybody who I've worked with. But to be fair, not for lack like of trying. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, yeah, it's, it, yeah, for me, it's one of those like. You just spend like you know, it feels like 100% of your time at work, you know, and, and it, it, you know, yeah, for me, they've developed at work as opposed to, you know, getting together outside of work, working together. So,
1: but it happens, doesn't it? Because like you've got a shared interest because you're at work and you spend a lot of time together and you kind of form little alliances, uh, you know, against your boss or against other people or whatever, and it, you know, it, it's just a natural place for it to develop, but. As an employer, I can imagine mm-hmm. it's quite tricky to handle. Um, sure. like,
0: yeah, like proper fallout, do you know what I mean? Like hysterical, you know, screaming and shouting because something, you know, someone's left a bushwasher fall or something along those lines, you know. It, it, I can imagine it's not to have to deal with that basically, for sure.
1: Yeah, sorry, the post just comes to the dogs going mental. Yeah, for definite. Like, I hadn't even thought about the falling nights outside of it. I was just thinking about, like, them, like, getting it on in the toilets kind of thing. Or <laughs> you know, the it, you know, like, the kind of, like, the, the early exciting bit um, and it, like, distracting people from the work. So I guess there's, like, many pitfalls. Um, and mm-hmm. I think as well it very much depends on the sector as to how appropriate it is. So I have worked in education and like workplace relationships in education get very tricky. I've mm-hmm. never had a workplace relationship in education, and but I've seen it happen a lot. And of course, there you've got all the rumors from the kids as well. Um and you know, they all kind of jump on the bandwagon there, and it gets really tricky. What's the juiciest workplace relationship story you've ever heard? <laughs>
0: the juiciest I mean defined juicy I don't know like um, I don't think there's anything that's been you know untoward or anything that's weird or wonderful it's just fairly run of the mill it's not that exciting once it happens really
1: I used to work somewhere and uh, there were greenhouses, it was a college and there were greenhouses and two people were caught shagging behind the greenhouses. But obviously greenhouses are glass and they're fucking drink. That's a failure, isn't it? Uh, let's yeah. try and hide
0: behind this glass. Yeah. No one
1: will see us here. So yeah. so yeah, that was, that was quite amusing. I have got as well, but I don't want to say it in case they're uh, they're listening. So, um, probably,
0: yeah the actual. If you were to ask other people I've worked with, I'm probably the uh, the subject. So we'll move on.
1: Well, yes, you are. The, so, Marisha, have you ever sexually assaulted anybody when they were loading the dishwasher?
0: All the time, whenever I can, to be honest. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're known for your wandering hands, aren't you? Like Mr. Tickle, like really long arms.
0: this is not down the office relationships route this is the hr sexual harassment route so we'll leave that for another conversation
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we will come back to it because it's a good conversation um okay so yeah so there are different kinds of of workplace relationships there's ones where and and to be clear we're talking about the sexual variety Uh, so so, uh, there's ones where you are working with couples and there's ones where couples are formed during the workplace and so but what do you suppose that there are any benefits to that i think to be
0: honest i think um i don't know i I don't know if there's a a real real benefit to the business you know for that i mean you know because you could argue that if you if you're working with people you know then, then you form a bond it doesn't have to be you know through a a sexual relationship, or you know, a, one of those that, that style of relationship, you know, you form bonds with people that you work with, so um, you know, it's just about you know, working together well with people. Um, so I can't, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of a you know, a, a, a true standalone benefit for, for people being in a relationship at work other than car sharing.
1: Can't, well, that is a benefit though isn't it? like it means it's easier for people to get into work, their costs are lower, and therefore they're less likely to leave because they need to you know earn more money. I think as well there's more of a vested reason, like a, there's a more of a vested interest in the business, so if you are getting a lift to work with your partner and you know you both work there and you're you've got both 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 incomes are reliant on that company you're less likely to leave, um, because it leaves the other person there. And you're more likely, you know, you've got an interest in the company succeeding, because both your wages are relying on it. And so I do think kind of making life easier for people, it's bound to reduce your turnover. And the other thing is, well, you don't look sure about that. No, I'm not sure about that at all. I think that's a real stretch. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, but that's fine. <laughs> right. I think like when Dave and I worked together, um, I was I was more reluctant to leave than I would have been. That. Because yeah, because I didn't want him to be, um, you know. I, and sometimes when you leave a job, there's ill feeling, isn't there? And I don't, I didn't want him to be like stuck with that ill feeling. Like I never felt like I could uh, do anything. Naughty because I didn't want to jeopardize his career as well. So I was better behaved and I stuck around for longer than I probably would have done.
0: Well, that's interesting. That's a real, like, and that, that's, I, don't, I don't say that taking the piss, I like, <laughs> as I usually do. That is well, quite well, an interesting. <laughs> interesting angle because I've never thought of it like that. It's, it really like has, you know, not hasn't come to, come to my mind. But, you know, if, if, you know, that's how people feel about things, then, you know.
1: Oh good. Mm. That's how I felt. The other thing is as well that uh our old boss got so much extra time out of us because we would discuss work at home. We would come up with ideas at home. I remember one time we were sat in bed at like eleven o'clock at night discussing things that we'd got a timetable in for a meeting the next day. So we didn't have the meeting. We just had the meeting at eleven o'clock at night in bed, like he's like bloody John and Yoko. But really <laughs> boring yeah but, so you know, I
0: guess yeah on on you know if if you kind of think of it that way, then yeah, you do because like you know, there's more there is just more work chat, isn't there, just by default, you know, usually um i I guess I uh, mainly look at it from the other side of things that it is just work chat or it can be just work chat, so actually you know sometimes there's no time off, you know, I think you have to really you know separate the work together time versus the home together time because otherwise they just encroach. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, as one half of the couple, it's the pits. But mm. you know, as an employer, mm. like you benefit from that. Um I suppose as well that you could always there could be a disadvantage because they could plot against you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well that's it. Yeah. But I think I think even even I guess it
0: just depends on the the work environment anyway doesn't it because I think you know we we now work in smaller businesses or work for ourselves and things like that and you know I I can't comment for you know how it would be if you were in you know a a hospital or if you were in the police force or the fire you know or or, or, do you know what I mean or or something on those lines so I think it is very much you know, depending on sector as well and there's there's so much kind of tied up in all of that. Um but yeah, I wouldn't want to really comment on it, but I'm sure it's very different in those types of situations. So mm-hmm. obviously, right?
1: Unfortunately you are here to comment. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just know you know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, you know if if we were gonna go, I'm I'm feeling like I'm
0: conjuring up I T V shows here in my head where <laughs> Some kind of like police drama, and Mm -hmm. your half is you know being kidnapped or is being held at gunpoint, and you know it's your job to remain completely you know separate and you know take the job first. That's like that's where my brain is, you know. I would um,
1: watch that show, I probably have watched
0: the show, I've seen it on Netflix rather than ITV, (laughs) however, you know. In, in those types of, you know, it's not like life or death, like, you know, dealing with someone's, you know, phone lines, you know what I mean? Or, or somebody's, you know, SEO. <laughs> so,
1: <Okay>. so, <laughs> it's a bit yeah, true. Yeah. I think, though, so another benefit that I came across, which I would also argue is quite tenuous is that it makes it easier to recruit because people will recommend, you know, if you kind of allow workplace relationships and encourage them, then people will recommend their spouses or whatever um, for jobs. And it and it means that you've kind of got a, a kind of like informal reference. You know, if you work with an absolute dickhead of a, of a colleague and they say, why don't you employ my partner? And then you're going to think, mm, absolutely not. But if you've got like someone who's really good, and they say, Employ my partner, then it's potentially that's a benefit that I read, but I think that's a bit tenuous, don't you? <laughs> I like, I'm liking
0: these, I'm learning,
1: <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, it's really informative. Uh, moving on then to point number two, which is uh, sorry, number three, which is when are they bad, Marisha? Oh. What are some downsides that you can see to sexual relationships at work? I think it's.
0: You know, it, it it comes from familiarity more than anything. I think there's, you know, and, and it's it I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but in the you know, workplaces I've been in where I've worked with um couples, then it's it's that i think there's twofold i mean there is there is that i mean there's the obvious you know if there's a falling out then it it comes into the workplace and you know to be honest i take that with a bit of a pinch of salt because it's of it's obvious you know i mean it's clear i think where i personally struggle with working with people is is actually like on the flip side of of the benefit of you know two people having a you know informal meeting in the living room because they talk between themselves. And then there's an assumption that everybody else knows what's going on, and so there's always a you know this like yeah difference of communication, and it's it's that that I struggle with in the workplace more than anything when I'm working with a couple because and they naturally end up talking about business, um, you know, whilst being at home, and you know it's it's trying to keep, keep up with that
1: for sure it's such a good point and i think as well on top of that confidentiality can be a problem so uh when dave and i worked together i had oversight of hr so people's salaries and whilst i never divulged that to dave in any you know in any hint or anything um I personally as an employer might have been a bit nervous about that having you know worrying that 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 might just be kind of dropped into conversation uh, mm-hmm. or just a total like obvious breach of confidentiality passing that shit on. Um mm-hmm. so yeah I think that that can be a major drawback to it. What else?
0: What else? Well I, I can only think of those reasons to be honest is the the biggest you know, I'm not, you know, getting into the actual, you know, sex and effect, being affectionate and all of that kind of stuff. Because oh, go
1: on, get into the sex. That's the best bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's like, you know, it, you know, that's a
0: defined relationship. Is it a one off? You know, like how, what, how, how. Oh, oh, no, it's not even a relationship, is it? It's actually romances, workplace romances. So, actually, it could be a one-off. It could be a night out, you know, where you all get pissed up and, you know, someone goes off shagging somebody else. And, oh, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a negative of that. There's all there's almost a whole bunch of stuff that comes with that, right? You know, they could fall out, you know, they could of, of one of a million different reasons and then bring that into the workplace, which then escalates into a HR issue. So I wouldn't want to be involved in those conversations. Joe, if you're watching or listening, you know I'm talking about you, right?
1: Um
0: yeah. so she's <laughs> HR Joe, that is.
1: Oh um, yeah,
0: Joe Munro. Yeah, Monroe, we need you on this. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. may well start off as a bit of fun or a bit of harmless flirting or whatever. And if someone takes something the wrong way or or says something, you know, wrongly um, or inappropriately that's, you know, deemed inappropriate or somebody wants to be vindictive in some way, shape or form, then it can all go horribly wrong, right? So
1: yeah. Like we like to pretend that, that we're all really adult and mature, but actually, you know, we're just school kids at heart and like workplace bullying is a, is a very real issue. And mm-hmm. I think if, you know, if you're having, I think there can be a lot of jealousy and mm-hmm. ill feeling that can happen in workplace relationships and workplace romances in, especially in kind of larger offices. And um, I think as well, one of the problems, um, could come from people thinking that others have got an unfair advantage kind of Mm -hmm. shagging your way to the top Mm -hmm. uh, or that they get preferential treatment and especially where there's a an imbalance of power um, Mm -hmm. and and you know a kind of subordinate is going out with their superior and their superiors you know gives them a promotion or takes them on a sales Mm -hmm. trip or whatever i think that can cause Mm -hmm. a lot of ill feeling and lead to some very nasty accusations which I guess, HR are, like, honour-bound to follow up. Yeah, for sure. And, and as
0: well, there's also, you know, the sometimes the, the elephant in the room is like, you know, if, if somebody is with somebody else, and, and maybe you know, one of those is really shit at their jobs, <laughs> you know, and it, it just gets in the way, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because feelings come into play and, you know, this, that and the other. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: Plus, not everybody in a relationship is a nice person. Some people turn into bully and coercive arseholes. So, you know, if you're in a relationship with a bully and coercive arsehole and you work with them, uh, then that may means that you, you know, you potentially have to leave your job. You're unsafe. It's a headache, not a headache. It's a safeguarded issue for HR and it's it's awkward. I think as well, there is,
0: you know, I think we have to be mindful you know because you asked at the beginning is it a feminist issue and i think you know there is and there's a you know i love a wild assumption uh, you yeah, know yeah. Every time i talk. Uh, you know, and it's it's almost like going back to that fifties and sixties, you know what I mean? Like if if that that if there is a relationship or if you know there is a one night stand or whatever, it's always going to be the female that's gonna be the one that's hysterical about the whole situation, do you know what I mean? Or like going off and crying and screaming because things haven't worked (laughs) out. You know, and it's it's I would assume that that is that, yeah, that kind of misconception is still there, do you know what i mean it's like that that's just what people think is going to happen, you know, when somebody mm-hmm. that, rather than actually being grown up and just kind of moving on from it um
1: and but, I bet in a lot of places it does, I bet mm-hmm. in a lot of places, there is screaming and hysterics from you know not just from the women. Um, from, from everybody, <laughs> I bet there is a lot of that, and I bet there's a lot of kind of harassment and bullying off the back of it as well. Like it must be sure.
0: for sure, and I and I think again, you know, I th- I, I do think there's yeah, I, there is. Like you say, you know, or potential for safeguarding and, you know, safety and all of that kind of stuff that comes into conversation sometimes, just because let's face it, you know, whether you worked with them or not, people, you know, lots of people can be, you know, a bithing or a bit mental, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> it does yeah. you know, come into the workplace sometimes too.
1: In a small business, um, so obviously Rachel and Dally are married. And in a small business, one of the oh, that fucking dog, with today? I know know your job is driving me nuts today. Um, so in 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 grow traffic, I know that there's kind of an assumption that if you've spoken to one, you've spoken to the other.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that actually leads into a little bit with what I was saying with that like at home conversation there's there is assumptions that come from that you know and you know the people that I've worked with I don't assume because you've spoken to me it means that the next person knows so you say okay well I'll make sure I have the conversation twice but then it's like why are you telling me this we've already told me that like someone so told me last night do you know what I mean so it's like you have to run that gun each time. time.
1: Yeah for sure I mean it doesn't happen in grow traffic but but I can I could imagine it does so there, there is a family dynamic, as most people know. So Rachel and I are sisters, and Dali is married to Rachel. So I never feel like I'm being ganged up on by those two. But I think I, I think sometimes Dali feels he's been ganged up on by us two. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my problem. But um, like yeah, so I think um, I could imagine it could be quite tricky that there's a bit of like a ganging up thing going mm-hmm.
0: on. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, it's, yeah, we're probably not the best place people to talk about this, you know, because yeah. it's like, I'm quite chill about the whole situation, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you want, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, just don't make a mess. we grown up with it when you're finished. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think people can't. So, okay. So as an employer, what could you do to safeguard yourself? Now I have got a few tips. Mm. Um, so one thing you could do as an employer is um, have a kind of employee declaration form and a policy whereby you ask uh, people to declare a workplace relationship. But mm-hmm. I think you would need to define that. So like, does a workplace relationship consist of a quick fumble in the toilets on a, on a work's do? Or mm-hmm. do you have to like, like, you know, have a sustained relationship? Like you could maybe say like, you have, you must have had, by the time you've had sex three times, you must tell your employer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is that everyone knows your business anyway. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the whiteboard up here. Every time you have sex, can <laughs> keep it to yourself. Um, so, yeah, so you could do that. You could also uh, require your existing, you know, your colleagues to snitch. Mm. How do you feel about snitching, Rish? Well,
0: this is it. I, I think this actually, you know, comes into, you know, one of the biggest issues, I guess, and and it's like that whole like dramatic I C V, you know, uh, moment, is is like the the conflict of interest, right? Mm-hmm. That is, you know, as an employer, that is the biggest concern, you know, because what comes first, like literally, um, you know, so. <laughs> out the mouth and i realize it anyway it's it's i i don't know i don't know i honestly don't know how i would kind of deal with or manage that kind of stuff but I, I find it's like you say you you kind of a lot of these things almost kind of think ahead you know and, and put something in place before it happens oh, like yeah. Yeah. having some of your basic stuff in place as an employer you know when you when you bring somebody else into the business because because you never know and at least if you've got some outlining kind of um processes and procedures before you start um you can always build on those you know but it's very hard to do something about it after you know after it happened, right um, that's when you get the professionals in afterwards.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's always better like to sort it out first, isn't it? Yeah. Um, another thing that you could do is um, just talk to them, like agree what's appropriate. So if somebody declares a, a workplace relationship or if you've got a workplace relationship that you're feeling nervous about, just talk to your to your superior about it or your your line manager or even HR and just say, you know, where do we where we go with this as an employer you could say this is what's appropriate this is what's not appropriate and and Mm -hmm. kind of review it um but it is a good idea to have a policy in place now as you're saying rather than you know bolting the door what is it bolting the door after the horse is bolted or whatever
0: (laughs) something like (laughs) like that Correct it, because I don't. I know what you're trying to say, but I don't know what the words are. So,
1: <laughs> don't run after the horse once you've shut the door. Something like that. Something like that. We'll cross that horse bridge when we get to it. <laughs> we'll clip over that bridge. I think the other thing is, as an employer, like consider where when it's appropriate to get involved in your in the personal life of your employees. Like, get mm. your fingers out of the pies, Marisha. You fr- well, you froze them in a very unfortunate position on my screen. Mm-hmm. Um. Like so, you know they have the they have a right to a private life, and you don't need to be getting all up in the grill about who they're shagging. But <laughs> well, this is very
0: true, and like and and it yeah, it comes down to yeah, like, does it affect your business? Yeah, well, you know that's what it comes down to is does it affect the business? Mm. Uh, you know, you
1: know. Have you ever broken up with anybody at work? Yeah oh how did that go
0: (laughs) we're fine i mean not at work but you know we've worked together and we've continued to work together afterwards and that's that's the thing i think that's where i i struggle because you know in this conversation because for me is you know work is here and you know life is here and when it comes to that kind of stuff like can i still work with somebody yes like whether they can work with me or not is a different conversation right but yeah yeah Yeah. so i think you know but but again i'm coming at that from you know being of an age as well you know if it if it had happened when i was 18 for example you know 21 then maybe it's going to be a very different conversation i I can't remember then to be honest you know
1: uh Mm -hmm. i didn't so, yeah, it's. um. Well, I was caught in a love triangle when I was about 20. <laughs> a love triangle? Honestly. It was more like. It was a love chain, if I'm honest, like a, like a daisy chain, but not in like the gay sex kind of way. Oh, so. <laughs> <careful>. <laughs> so, a boy liked me, and I liked a different boy, and it was awkward. Um, and the boy that I liked didn't like me and the boy that liked me, I didn't like. So it was all very awkward. And, um, but I think that was a lot to do with age. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think a lot of it, you know, is, is how mature you can be. And at 20, the answer was not fucking very.
0: <laughs> I think as well, there's a whole lot, you know, as an employer, I just looked at something online as well. And I think there's, um, there's, You've got to be very careful in terms of like discrimination and stuff like that as well. You know, so if it's, yeah, it's about being aware, but not treating people differently because of it. Mm. So I think that's a, a very interesting, slash, difficult one, too, right? It's a fucking idea. I don't want to do it. This is why I don't employ people. So I, don't <laughs> I can't deal with this level of drama and stress. I totally immediately. They fix it, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do everyone just needs a German row in their life, an HR extraordinaire who can sort it all out for you. Exactly. Have you got any final words before we put this lame fucking pony out of its misery? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure no I haven't got any final words today because I just yeah, I think it's just a a very difficult thing to maneuver around, um and luckily, I haven't had to deal with it, you know and and had to deal with any major fallout, but mm. I think, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not willing to divulge what Huzzle has or hasn't happened to you but That's all that you want to know, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, this has been incredibly disappointing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> have I been involved? No, I haven't. Have I been involved where uh, somebody has said, uh, you know, someone else won some business because I was with them? Yes, they have, or potentially. I didn't know there was a problem at the time, but apparently it was a problem. Have I dealt with somebody that is now some kind of praise talker afterwards for meeting from work? Yes, that's happened as well. Uh, so, you know, there's there's quite a lot of history. Uh,
1: but I mean, it? we've talked for 30 minutes and you you just listen this in at the end. That could You could have kicked us off with this <laughs> it's by design i'm not gonna let
0: you know that's it it's just a quick a quick you know summary of uh the bullshit i get myself into it's not recommended don't do it people <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very stressful yeah. oh, but you deal with it like an adult and that's the main thing <laughs> yeah. um i do try Good. Well, have <laughs> you got any
0: final thoughts on this though?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't actually got any final thoughts uh, other than, you know, shaggy you on and don't do it behind a greenhouse because they can still see you. Um, <laughs> <my final thought>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This has been very interactive, very informative.
1: Very informative, yes. I hope everybody has taken something incredibly useful away from it. So if you are watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening to us on a podcast, leave us a review because it really does help. If you are watching it on the Facebook and um, please comment with your juicy life experiences from having sex with your workmates because I want <laughs> to read them because I'm nosy. Uh, and I'm gonna go and grill Marisha off screen. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make everybody as uncomfortable as possible. Yay! <laughs> oh,
0: this really makes people want to, you know, you know, join in with the conversation. Oh, yeah,
1: join in, yeah and so it is valentine's day next weekend and then the weekend the week after we will be talking about uh romance tropes and and how sexist they are or how unsexist they are and we've got joe joining us who will talk about she's obviously an editor of mills and boone or she was no sorry she was an editing what was she an editor, manager at Boone, and now she works oh. at a different place, and uh, oh she's very good. <laughs> She'll be cross oh with honey. me now. <laughs> even, okay, so yeah. join us next time. <laughs> Bye.